Hello and welcome to 60 Minutes With. I'm Chris and this is a spotlight show. It's a rare thing. I appreciate that, dear listener. I'm joined by the lovely, most wonderful person in the whole wide world. It is Mr. Adam Parry. Hello. Oh, shucks. You're making me blush now. (laughs) Did you like that? I did. Yeah. I don't know whether to blush or just have a little sneaky wank. Oh, well, you could do that. Uh, you, you, uh, well, based on the conversation we've just had about inserting things and going di- going deeper, uh, it would be appropriate. But yeah. uh, yes, um, how are you? Are you okay? I'm all right. Yeah, yeah. It's been you one of those right? weeks, but uh, you know, apart from that, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm careering through life like an angry, um, uh, what are those things called? Which have got no. nothing to do with what I'm saying. What Don't are those me. things called? Fuck me, that's a hard question to ask. Dumpling. Don't Dumpling? Yeah. <laughs> you could have an angry dumpling, I guess. Yeah. Well, I'll be honest, you you got a lot closer with dolphin. That's not yeah. a bad guess, considering you were picking any word in the English language. Yeah. Oh, well, it began with D, didn't yeah. it? So, dumpling, um, dolphin. Yeah. yeah. You know, not bad. Not bad. <laughs> you psychic. Oh, dear. Anyway, I promise you I haven't been drinking. I have got a nice cup of tea. Well, actually, it's not a nice cup of tea. It's a shitty cup of tea because it's one of those where I didn't tip all the water out of the kettle that was left in there. And so I just filled a bit more to top it up. And so it's got that sort of like, you know, when the, the water tastes a bit funny, whether it's a bit too hard or too soft. And it's it tastes like it's a bit shitty, if I'm being perfectly honest with you. Um, um, no, to me, water's wet. Oh, really? You've no, you don't you don't have that in your area. Like sometimes the the waters like because they have hard water and soft yeah. water, don't they? Yeah. Um, so yeah, sometimes it's it's just it's on the turn. It's not quite right. <laughs> just going off. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, the coronavirus may have infected it or some oh, shit. Dear. I don't know. Um, uh, but yes, uh, what beverage have you got? For the, um, I've, for the show? I've I've got a cup of coffee. So it's like your drink, but different. Oh, a cup of coffee at half yes. past eight in the evening. Oh, you'll I'm be... a fucking rogue. <laughs> I'll be you'll... up until at least quarter to nine. <laughs> you'll be up in... all night. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think caffeine does anything for me in, in that way. I used to... No, I used to go out drinking absinthe and Red Bulls, as you do oh, okay. um, when I was younger. And that would send some people loopy, but it just kept me exactly the way I was. So I don't know what that means. Maybe I'm just... I don't know, weird. Uh, to be fair, Kay's like that. She'll have a cup of coffee at nine o'clock and she'll be asleep by 10, which is, uh, so I think it has the opposite effect on her. Um, I've never tried absinthe. That's, that's the green liquid, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's not quite the, uh, the the death juice it used to be, I think, in like a, what Victorian times or the early 1900s or whatever it was, when it was supposed to be a bit, send you a bit loopy. No, it's yeah. just, um, yeah, it's been, been toned down. I it's think. like. 40 odd percent or something isn't it? it's ridiculous yeah it? so you know you have that mix up some red bull why not woof mm. this is back this is going back a while you know, i don't drink red bull now because it just tastes like piss mm. I, I used to drink vodka red bull quite a lot that was quite but uh but any, anyway enough of our drinking exploits uh we're, <laughs> <laughs> we're here to talk about the 1990 is it shit or is it a classic uh dark angel or I come in peace. I come in peace. Yeah, yeah. Did you like that? I, can't, I, I did, yeah. Yeah, I, I think, go on, let's do our best. I come in peace. Go on, how do you do it? I come in peace. Because I don't know, he's a, he's a little bit gravelly, but not 
not in the way that I just did it, because I just sounded like I was dying. You sound like you've had a stroke or something like that. But... I came in peace. <laughs> I came in peace. Oh, that sounds a bit more like the, the zombies that we talked about. In... <laughs> I come in peace. Rains. <laughs> Oh dear. Anyway, so um, for new listeners and for, I guess, uh, some of our more regular listeners, because we don't do these shows as regularly as we perhaps could, uh, because could. That's, we've, got a fucking, we've got a fucking life, you know, and we've got shit going on. Um, yeah. But no. Uh, so this is uh, I think it was, was it your idea that uh, you, you came up with this. No, you, this is yours. I did it. Is it? Oh, oh, well, hold on. What do you mean? Do you mean the show or do you mean the, the show? The show? The show. Oh, yeah. oh, that was mine. Yeah, take some credit. <laughs> where it... <laughs> yeah, take credit where it's due. Uh, so this was your idea, and it's a fucking great idea. Uh, it may have been done elsewhere, but not as good as us. And it is basically, we've got a whole list of films from our childhood that we haven't seen for a very long time. And the point of the show is to go back, watch them now with an adult, and I sort of use that in quotation marks, uh, adult head on, and decide, do they stand up to the test of time or do they ruin our childhood? That's about right, isn't it? Yeah, I'd say so. Um, so, yeah, I picked um, Dark Angel on the back of you picking Return of the Living Dead. Um, and there's there's no, I mean, it's, like it's just a massive list, isn't it? So we just yeah. pick, pick whatever we fancy. This is like number five or six we've done, isn't it? Something yeah, like that. I think so. I think yeah, so. Go to the website, 60minuteswith.co.uk, uh, if you want to find out what the other shows that we've we've done. I'm not going to list them or reel them off because I can't fucking remember. Um, uh, Biggles. I could, I can remember. I just couldn't oh. remember. <laughs> Fuck no, you do, then. Do it now. Do it now. Go oh, no. uh, there's Biggles, Beastmaster, Blue Jean Cop. Uh, oh, I think I forgot one. Return of the Living Dead. This, which we haven't done yet, so I don't know if that counts. There was another one. Bollock, was there? Uh, so now, look, oh, I, can't, <laughs> I can't fucking remember. And now I'm going to have to look on the website. No, 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 no. Make them look. And then if they find another one, they'll be like, oh, I didn't know about that one. I'm so happy. Uh, no, I want to do it now because I'm a hmm. prick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Spotlight, what did you say? No, no, you've, you've listed them all off. You, you have done. Yeah. So we haven't done as many as we thought we'd done. Um, but we started last September, you know, yeah. and, uh, and that's not bad. Five parts. Look, I th- often think that um, the amount of shows that are released on, you know, under the 60 Minutes with Banner, there's at least a show a week that's released. It's, you know. Yeah. Fact is, if we did much more, then no one would ever have any time to listen. Yes, exactly right. So it's tactical. And the thing. Yeah, and these are an event, I think, as well. Yeah. Sort of like a monthly, or maybe six-weekly event. Yeah. Or sometimes two monthly. <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah, no, no, no. But the first two, we, I think we did one. In, uh, there's only a two-week gap between the first two, I think. So Yeah, we were, we yeah. were keen then, weren't we? Yeah, yeah now we're just <laughs> tragically bored of the whole fucking Gerard. <laughs> it's like, God, we've got this fucking list. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh. And no, no, obviously we're joking about it. Um, so, um, yes, uh, why did I pick Dark Angel is the uh, the question I'm guessing people are 
asking, do we do the trailer? It's been that long. I always ask you this question. Uh, do do I do do we do the trailer? Uh, no, we don't. No, no, no. I don't. I've, the trailer. Yeah. I'm looking at. See, because this is how prepared I am. We. I actually. I don't know why I'm saying. Do we do a trailer? Because there is a document which I. It, it's like got a step by step. This is what you do. <laughs> <laughs> we can't follow it. <laughs> This is how good we are. Anyway, um, so no introduction. We've just done that. Uh, synopsis you, of the movie. You just put your cursor next to the word introduction, so you don't get lost on like the five <laughs> steps to doing the show. Oh, God. Anyway, uh, so um, yes, Dark Angel from nineteen ninety. Um, this is directed by Craig R. Baxley. Who have you looked into his filmography at all? Have you seen any of the He's a big stunt coordinator by the looks of it and does a lot of stunt work. But um... I always mean to. I always think, you know, (laughs) you've got all of these facts and stuff about things. And I always think, bollocks, I keep forgetting to do that. Yeah, yeah, no, I haven't. But I wish I had now. Because now I'm superfluous now. So tell me, tell me about uh, uh, his name, CR Paxo. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I've got stuffing in my head now. Paxos. Uh, no, it, Craig R. Baxley. That's the one. That's him. Um, so, and maybe when we get into the film, uh, this is kind of key, I guess, that the last stunt work film that he worked on, where he was a stunt canade, stunt canader, coordinator, <laughs> you know, um, was Predator. Um, <sighs> so maybe he thought, hmm. This seems like quite a good movie. I could weird how you the... wake up with ideas from strange places, from <laughs> just your imagination. Yeah. So anyway, um, but no, in terms of directing, uh, I, I heartily recommend that because in 1990, he directed uh, this. And then the a year later, the amazing Stone Cold was released. Have you seen Stone Cold? Please tell no. me you have. No, I haven't. I've never, I've never heard of it. Uh, so, I mean, Dave and Tom talked about that uh, on one of the Decades of Decadence shows, and it stars uh, Brian Bosworth, who used to be a um, an NBA, not NBA, fuck me, it's the wrong sport, NFL, um, an, an NFL fo- um, American footballer, and also Lance Henriksen, William Forsyth, as a few others. And basically, it's about a biker gang and an undercover cop, and it is cheesy as fuck, but it's awesome. It's really, really good. Uh, it's well worth a watch. And I think... 101 movies uh, usually have it on sale uh dave does a lot of reviewing for them so um but yeah well worth checking out and i didn't know that we'll do that yeah i didn't know that until i started looking to dark angel a little bit so there you go he had well depending on what we think about dark angel but he had like a one-two punch with uh, with those two movies two cult classics what else did he do i don't know i didn't look that for <laughs> <laughs> Uh. I didn't go any further than that because there's no points. Those are the two best films that uh, he's ever done. Um, I yeah, a lot of other shit. Don't know. Don't know. Just like films like Sudden Fury and yeah. S- Silent Thunder and uh, Deep Red, The Avenging Angel. Um, so films like that. You know what yeah. I mean? You, you kind of you know Sniper Two. <laughs> Um, stuff, stuff like that, I guess. Yeah, just, uh, just eighty sounding films. 
yeah um there were deconstructing sarah whatever that means i no idea anyway um so yes and it stars dark angel does um dolph lundgren not, not not jessica alba and what wasn't there a tv show called dark angel as well uh, yes. So that was, yeah, that's where the confusion comes in a little bit because in the UK, I, well, I always knew this movie as Dark Angel. That was yeah. what was on the posters and the video and everything else. And it was only, I found out because before the internet existed, which, you know, is hard to imagine, but, um, you know, there would be a TV show that always was on late at night and it was basically like the top 10 um in america top 10 movies in america it was always be on like late at night 12 1 2 3 in the morning whatever and and I, I wouldn't necessarily stay up and watch it but it would be on the end of a recording if if i happened to record a movie on, yeah on I, know, I, I know what that's like yep so, so you know what i'm saying so um and it would be um like a half an hour show and it would just show uh, the top 10 movies in, in America because, and, and that would be a big thing for me as a kid because we wouldn't have those films yet. So because, you know, now it doesn't matter because things are released globally, aren't they? But in America, they'd always be perhaps released before we got them in this country. Yeah. So um, it was always cool to watch stuff that was released over there that would be coming our way. And so I, I saw this advertised as I come in peace. I was thinking, well, that's not what it's called here. It's called Dark Angel. And and so then there's always been that kind of, I suppose, um, you know, what do you prefer? Do you prefer it being called Dark Angel or do you prefer it being called I Come in Peace? What's your preference? Um, Dark Angel's a better name. It doesn't really make much sense as far as the name of the film goes. I Come in Peace. Yeah. Nah, not a fan of that. No, it sounds a bit cheesy to me. Yeah. Um, whereas I suppose Dark Angel is a bit nondescript and it doesn't necessarily tell you anything about the film. Um, but yeah, I, I think I prefer Dark Angel. Yeah. No, so w- when I watched this last night um, at about quarter to midnight um, in bed on the iPad... <laughs> just letting people know that it's fresh in my mind but i did also write um a good few pages of notes you can hear them but uh, the problem i have is obviously lying in bed and having the ipad on my lap and then trying to write with my right hand with a pad next to me i can't read my fucking handwriting (laughs) (laughs) and i've just come to look at it and think jesus christ what the fuck um but anyway it's fresh in my mind um but i suppose my recollection of dark angel was it was one of those vhs movies you know what i mean it was a a movie i saw in the video shop and thought oh that looks cool i'd seen the trailer um and it was on fairly steady rotation um throughout the early 90s i'd say you know it'd be just be one of those films you'd stick on it's because it's it's a zippy film we're going back yeah. to Zip, after beastmaster um we're going back to like an hour and a half films and yeah. and it is i think it's what one hour 32 minutes which is yes. nice including credits so yeah um so uh dolph lundgren um if you sort of look at his career i mean he's, he's done a fair few movies but obviously rocky four was his breakout yeah uh he's kind of in a blink and you miss it uh bit in a view to a kill which i never knew at the time until obviously i knew who dolph lundgren was and then oh yeah there's dolph lundgren um kind of moments do you know what i mean yeah. um and then 
after Rocky, he did Masters of the Universe, and then yeah. Reds, yeah, <laughs> I haven't seen that for a long time. Yeah, uh, I think that's probably on our list. Um, Red Scorpion, never seen, but seen saw the video box, and yeah. but for some reason, I actually watched it. Uh, the Punisher in 1989. Um, have you seen that one? I think so. Yeah. I've, yeah, I know I've seen Red Scorpion. I'm pretty sure I've seen The Punisher. Okay, like, what like literally once each. Right. right. Okay. So he basically in this version of the Punisher, he mopes around the sewers, you know, um, going, why God, you know, do, do I have to punish the wicked and all these bollocks? Um, but I've got a bit of a soft spot. Again, it's one of those films from that era that I probably watched more than I should have done. Um, in 1990, Dark Angel. And then in 1991, uh, Showdown in Little Tokyo with yeah. Brandon Lee, um, Universal Soldier in 92, um, and then you kind of can see that his career just became a bit more straight to video. So he had that peak, you know, sort of like late 80s, well, mid to late 80s and then early 90s. And then, he, you know, into the sort of late 90s, 2000s, just, you know, yeah. uh, until a little bit of a resurgence, hasn't he recently? Yeah, or... I was just going to say. And, and until 2010, when um, he got plucked by... Um, Sly uh, to sort of, I suppose, bring back their connection with Rocky for the Expendables. Um, and then, you know, he's been in the Expendables. So that's kind of, oh, yeah, that Dolph Lundgren, I remember him. He was in Rocky. And, yeah. you know, he's just kind of uh, doing it. He, it's one of those things. I mean, for me anyway, that he's not the greatest actor in the world, I don't think. But he's kind no. of de- decent at what he does. You know, you know what I mean? I, he's good enough. But it'll always be Ivan Drago to me. Okay, yeah. Um, so, but yeah, more recently, um, he has scaled the heights of Kindergarten Cop 2. Um, Which I haven't seen. I haven't seen that either. Um, Sharknado 5. You know, I have no wish to see. <laughs> yeah. But then saying that, uh, he was in Creed 2. I thought he was yeah, decent yeah. in that, to be fair. Yeah, not, I don't think he was given enough. In, yeah, but, um, he yeah. was decent. Um, Aquaman, I have not seen that because it's nope. shit. Um, you watch this, but uh, I've never watched it. Uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Apparently, you... yes, yeah. He um, he popped up in an episode of the the latest series that just came out. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So, have you watched that yet? Or yes, uh, yes. I know you're a big fan of that, aren't you? So yeah, yeah. Yes, they're they're mainly talking about um, his penis. Uh, fair because enough. Because he, he stars in like a, or he is the star of a series of films. I think called Thundergun Express. Right. And uh, okay. yeah, they're not happy with the latest Thundergun Express film. Uh, okay. Um, so there was one of those that I remember. I think it was Euro Trash when that was on on Channel Four. I mean, yep. That's a reference, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, Euro Trash was always good for people who don't know what it is. It's basically it's a uh, a show that was on Friday night, Channel Four at uh, ten o'clock, I think, some something like that. Yeah, ten, half uh, ten, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, people perhaps coming in from the pub and Jean-Paul Gaultier and I've forgotten the name of the other dude who uh, was in it. But Antoine he, Le French. At that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's yeah two french dudes and yeah. you'd always watch it i watched it anyway because there was usually a bit of tits and arse in it and yeah. they'd have they'd have like uh clips of things that are going on in the world uh like massage parlors in the ukraine yeah. or whatever 
and then people the masseuses would be midgets you know and i'm hoping we watch it but there was that but there was another great thing about it i'm hoping that's what you're going to say now well i'd always watch it because of there'd always be a bit of titillation yeah Uh, it's the voiceovers that did it (laughs) yeah you'd have this kind of this manchester sounding woman like doing the voiceover for this exotic stripper You know, I really like it up the ass or something like that. <laughs> yeah, some some sexy French lady is like, oh, yeah, I really like it when they tickle my pussy and it makes me come all over their lips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. So, but anyway, the reason why I bring up that is because um, there, I'm sure there was a story around that time where um, Dolph Lundgren, I don't know if he's apparently shagged Mel B. Um, really? Or he's he's I think yeah he's he's one of them. I mean he, he was was Dolph Lundgren was in um oh god what was that clip uh, that uh, thing Viz uh, the 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 fat slags we, I think he was in that as well. I've never actually okay. seen it. It's supposed to be one of the worst films ever. But yeah, he was in the fat slags, which was again for people who don't know was an adult comic in um, sold in the UK, uh, which was I suppose most popular in the. In the late eighties, early nineties, mid nineties, that kind. Of, that's when I looked at it. I, I mean, I bought Viz sort of recently-ish in the past few years, and it doesn't hold the same appeal. To to be honest with you, um, yeah. And then um, also starring um, a chap called Brian Ben Ben. He's got an awesome name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, imagine if Ben, our Ben, like who does the ABC show and whatever, was. Ben, Ben, Ben. That would be, yeah. be quite cool. Um, he uh, plays Special Agent Arwood, Larry Smith. Um, why is he called? I don't understand why that is. Anyway, uh, so and he, I, I, have you ever seen or heard of him before Dark Angel? I think I recognised his face, but I don't know where from. Maybe. Uh, okay, so he did a TV show, which was, again was on channel four i happened to sort of come across it um it that ran from 1990 to 1996 and it was called dream on and um which i mean i didn't realize it ran for so long that's quite cool i mean it's 119 episodes but it, it's one of those where he you know he's just it's ba- from what i remember it was a comedy show but he was like just a, a random dude who was you know doing stuff but the, the hook to it was that um, when things happened in his life, then you kind of got an insight into his mind, but it would pl- be played out as in like a an old fashioned um, TV show from the the 40s or 50s. And it just kind of like it'd be that sort of things happening and then you'd get like it, you know, uh, cut to something else that was totally random. That was it was quite cool. I mean, it's worth looking on um, YouTube just to sort of so you, can get, you get an idea of. But that's where I saw him from, and then seeing him in um, Dark Angel, obviously as well. Uh, so that's quite cool. I've never heard of that program. Yeah, it's worth checking out. It's uh, so it's been a while, but I seem to have fond fond memories of it anyway. Um, and then yeah, the bad guy is Matthias. Who? Who is it? Who's is it? Hughes? Is that how you, how you pronounce it? Uh, where is he? Where is he? Where is he? Uh, oh yeah, Matthias Hughes. Matthias Hughes. Hughes. He's German anyway. Um, oh, the alien has a name. Oh, I didn't know that either. No. no. 
I mean, you know, you never know that. And uh, but yeah, so he, I always, I've seen him in uh, basically because I think he does lots of martial arts and stuff. But he was in No Retreat, No Surrender Two. I remember, and uh, you know, lots of sort of like he was always the bad guy in stuff. In director video, bad guy. Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. So, uh, Dark Angel, that was it. Do, do, do you want me to read out the synopsis that's on IMDb, or have you got it in front of you? It's a very short synopsis. Mm. If we're looking at the same one, anyway. Yes. So the uh, yes, the synopsis for Dark Angel is as follows: A relative. Uh, fuck me! I, second <laughs> word in, and I fucked it. <laughs> what a dick! Uh, a Renegade cop is forced to work with an FBI agent in order to bring down a group of drug dealers with sinister plans. That doesn't tell you the whole story, does it, really? No. No, think... no. It doesn't really t- tell you any of the story. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, that's uh, weird. Yeah, that is. That is, like, basically the subplot. Um, that's the... like Forrest Gump saying, a man sets up a shrimp boat with his friend. Yeah. And leaving it at that. Awesome. Weird. Um, so anyway, shall we um, shall we get to the, the trial? Oh, I've asked you. I can't remember. Uh, how did you come across Dark Angel? Was it sort of similar to me or? No, I borrowed it. I do believe borrowed it or traded it uh, with a friend at school who got an early copy on VHS because his mum and dad worked on the American Air Base and they somehow got an American copy of the VHS I managed to crossbreed it with an English VHS tape and then he lent it to me and I lent him something and I watched it a few times and I haven't seen it since then. And this was probably about, this is probably 91, I'd say. Wow, that's awesome. So it's, it has been, uh, you know, a long time since you've watched this. Oh, yes. Bloody hell. It's yeah, what, like it's one of those. Go on, sorry. I, I think I was getting this confused with another film that I don't know what it is in places because things happen that I remember and then things happen that I was like, eh, what? And then there were bits missing out of the film, which I thought were in it, which aren't. So uh, <laughs> no idea. Well, there you go. So this is going to be quite interesting to uh, hear what you think then. Do you have fond memories of it? Or, I mean, you've said you watched it a few times, but. Uh... Yeah, I, I remember liking it. It was, it would have been around about the, the same age where I started seeing stuff like uh, Predator and whatnot. I think by the time I got around to watching it. Um, so, yeah. I, yeah, I remember watching it and liking it, thinking it wasn't as good as other films that I'd seen, but I didn't, you know, it wasn't like I watched it once and that was it. I did watch it a few times. Mm. So but I quite enjoyed it. And also because it had, because um, it had Ivan Drago in it. For some reason, I expected him to be like super buff like Ivan Drago. And it was, I expected him to be Ivan Drago because I was an idiot and he wasn't. But, you know. Yeah, and that's about it. Honestly, not much history with this film. Mm, exciting then. So, uh, okay then. So, uh, shall we we play the trailer for for people so they can get a feel? It's better than the fucking IMDb synopsis. That's for <laughs> sure. Anyway, uh, I think it tells you a lot more about about what's going on. So here you are. Here is the trailer. Houston, Texas. It's Christmas. Someone special is coming to town. And it's not Santa Claus. I'm coming, please. Jack Kane, a cop who does things his own way. What are you doing? Shortcut. 
He's sensitive, understanding, and kind to strangers. Merry Christmas. But all that's about to end. Three well-armed men have their throats cut before they can even draw their weapons. Who could possibly move that fast? Aliens. Say what? Are you crazy? It's true! You need a psychiatrist, Jack. Your psycho stole a lot of heroin to kill people with. What are you gonna do? Tell them we're, we're fighting drug dealers from outer space? Huh? <laughs> human body carries a small electrical charge, right? You tune the disc to the charge and then... What the hell is going on here? As far as you're concerned, this case is closed. It's not our problem anymore. I've had a bad day. welcome back so there you are hopefully you've picked up a uh, a bit more knowledge and information from the trailer than that shitty synopsis on imdb i think imdb should hang their head in shame for that bollocks yeah that's poor it's poor very true just out of interest uh mm-hmm. how, how many notes did you pages did you write well i did my usual thing of just writing random sentences uh the film one two three four five <laughs> so yeah my they are little pages uh a5's the one down isn't it from a4 yes yes <laughs> so they're they're a5 there's six double-sided pages of, of a5 but yeah. as I, they are scribbled to oblivion so I, i'm gonna struggle to uh but like i said i only watched it last night so um but yeah um i suppose the one thing i will say about the film is that um although a lot of it's shot at night I think it's it's quite well made for apparently what was a relatively small budget. I think it was about three million dollars. Yeah. Um, so and we know uh, where most where most of that money went. It went on uh, uh, explosions and fire. There is a lot of explosions in the film, and yeah. there's, there's a lot of fire. Um, but again, it it's kind of like. Well, we'll talk about the alien guns and stuff later on, I guess, yeah. but because uh, that's where most of the explosions come from. Yeah. Um, but it kind of it, it opens up and it's Christmas. Uh, that's when the movie's set. And... Which surprised me. I didn't remember at all that this was a Christmas film. So there you go. So you can yeah. add people listening can add this to their Christmas watch list. And yeah. it is legitimately a Christmas film because if Die Hard is a Christmas film, then it's Dark Angel 
yeah, yeah. of course of course it is yeah, um, some middle-aged yuppie haven't we traveling in his car and he puts, puts his classical cd on and it's and it's fucking christmas music and that confused the fuck out of me because i didn't think it was a christmas film and i was trying to think of what christmas carol it was and then i missed a bit and then i had to rewind it and start again but yeah I think it's uh, Hark the Herald Angels. That's the bad boy. You can tell I used to be a choir boy. Uh, <laughs> That's uh, why you have such a vacuous anus from uh, priests. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, you know, I used to sing the um, uh, the solo at Christmas whilst people were walk- the choir were walking down at, at uh, midnight mass uh, once in Royal David City. And then... Uh, is this is a real story. This is real, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, uh, it, I have the utmost respect. Uh, <laughs> I used to wear a red robe with the white thing around your neck. And uh, you could tell... It, there's that episode in The Simpsons where um, Homer's a boy and, you know, he's got, like, the voice of an angel and then all yeah. of a sudden his balls drop or, he, you know, his <laughs> voice breaks. And you could tell my singing... my my choir singing career came to an end not long after um so but yes uh, there you are anyway that's a little tidbit of information for you um so yeah and i think looking back or remembering uh you know going back to when i w- watched this thinking wow he's got a cd player in his car yeah with a lovely like walnut dashboard as well it was ooh, look at him look at him with his little posh cd player in the car yeah he was living life yeah, but um, his CD player starts playing up. And is this connected to the, I suppose, is this supposed to be connected because there's an alien UFO or craft or whatever? I uh, think so. I mean, it doesn't ever happen again. And it's no. just, it's a bit random. But yeah, I think it starts playing backwards, doesn't it, his CD? Does that even happen? It just it just fucks up, doesn't it? Sometimes, yeah. like you know, it just sort of jumps all over the place, doesn't it? And I, but I always thought, oh, uh, you know, when I was watching it, that that was because there's interference and there's an alien yeah. spaceship in the air, so it's kind of fucking with his electronics, and then it spits out the CD and nearly takes his hand off. Yep. Um, and you know, he he's because he's too busy fucking around trying to put the CD in the, the machine again. He, he gets hit by a truck. Yes. And, uh, he swerves off the road into a load of Christmas trees yes. and uh, gets out of the car, goes, Merry fucking Christmas. Yes. First uh, line of the film. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just to remind you, it is a Christmas film. Yep. And and then um, he looks up, hears a noise, and you get like a POV shot of whatever it is. You don't exactly know. But basically something flying down, hitting his car and it explodes and he kind of manages to jump out the way. Yeah. And then has a look as you do, yeah. as you would. Or yeah. I'd be fucking running. Yes. Um, and uh, considering he's like a middle-aged yuppie, he's quite sprightly, isn't he? I mean, he yeah. dived, he dove, 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 dived out the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a good job we can speak because we're doing a podcast. Um, yeah. He, <laughs> He dove out the way of that fucking thing, whatever it is. See, because you never actually see any kind of spaceship or anything like that, do you? It, no. it kind of reminded me a bit of like Terminator when they just mm. dropped. Yes, that could be one influence in the film. Yes, Terminator, definitely. Yes. So, you know, and then out of the crater um, appears uh, the, 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 should we call him, silver mullet alien? 
Well, uh, I, I I wrote it's a seven foot Geralt of River River area. Yes, the River area. Yeah, the the, the yes. Um, I still haven't watched that. I need to watch it. Um, have you watched it? Yes. Yes. Is it any good? Yeah, it's alright. It's alright. Okay. <laughs> it's a glowing recommendation. If I never heard one. Um. So yeah, and I wrote exactly the same thing. He looks about seven foot tall. Yeah. Um, apparently, I think he's about six foot four because I did look into this. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm sad because I thought there's a scene later on in the film where his boots look like the massive, like the yep. biggest fucking heels on them, like platform shoes that yeah. would, you know, wouldn't have looked out of place in the 70s thinking, you know, they must have put those on him to make him look tall. I think they did that with Sly and things like Judge Dredd as well, didn't they? And well, anything because he's a midget, isn't he? Because he's tiny, isn't he? So. Um, so yeah, uh, he appears, says the line of the film or the t- title of the movie. If you watched it in America, uh, I come in peace and then that's it. You don't, you know? Yeah. I thought you sounded a bit like Baron Greenback from Danger Mouse at first. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I don't know why, but yeah. yeah. Um, and jumping ahead a little bit, I mean, I, he's a bit sort of like, He's, he's got lots of facial expressions. <laughs> uh, well, he gains a couple, yeah. But so natural. He, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I think I quite liked him because as the movie goes on, he seems to have more fun, like, he, you know, killing people, like he'll let yeah. off little, little smiles and stuff. Anyway, but at the, mo- at the start and the middle of the film, he's all business and he's just like, usually before he kills them, says to people, I come in peace, which, you yeah. know, I can see the irony in that. I'm sure well, you don't need to be a fucking, you know, film critic to, to no. see. With his uh, white eyes, he's got no pupils, has he? Just yeah. got white eyes. Yeah, so that sets him apart, I think. So he does, I think the alien design looks quite good, um, personally speaking. I mean, he's got like a big, long kind of trench coat on and yeah. he looks the part. He looks bulky, doesn't he? And threatening and menacing, um, you know. Yeah, he's just a big, tall bloke with flowing white hair and white eyeballs. Yeah. Cheap, but effective. Yes, yes. Um, so then you kind of, you see that, uh, which, you know, again, I'm going, I'm so fucking few, I'm fuming about that IMDB um, buddy <laughs> synopsis, because how can they put that and the film opens with a fucking alien? <laughs> That's a fair point. Yeah. You know, uh, if it opened with, a uh the the following scene which is people yeah. breaking into the most luxurious amazing police station i think <laughs> it's, the, it's the finest police station since resident evil 2 it is I mean, well you, you know the so these people are breaking into a police station and they kill this cop and uh there's some suspect welding by the way or what's the opposite of welding unwelding unwelding because <laughs> he's he, he's he's a blowtorch in that um that grape to come out of the, um, I'll take it some kind of ventilation tube thing. Yeah, they're called. And he's going through the uh, the mesh itself. I bet the next shot, he just kicks the whole thing out of the wall. Yeah, I didn't really notice that. If I'm being perfectly honest, but I'm uh, just a picky fucker. I take your word for it. Uh, I think that is because I, I looked on IMDb like the the goofs and things like that, and I think that is mentioned there as well. I seem to remember balls. I thought I'd make my. I thought I was the first. Well, you, we can still pretend you are. It's like you know, like we were talking earlier on about virgins. I'll just, yes. we'll just <laughs> pretend that you're the first and just not let you on. It'll be fine. Let not let on to you that you know, you know, 
you're not, but still. Um, so, yeah, you kind of you see them breaking into the police station. They take a cop's uniform or his badge, shall we say. Um, they steal a load of drugs uh, and then they go. Late 80s film, got to have a big old pile of crack, cocaine, heroin or something in a briefcase. Just have yeah. to. Yeah. And you always notice like in films like that, they're always in like really nice, tidy little bags, aren't they? Like, yeah. Like, like sort of like um factory sealed bags almost they're not like the the the, the, the seal like you have to seal them yourself like no. they're, they're just like i always think as well when they people pick those bags of drugs up like cocaine or whatever it is yeah that i can almost like feel them touching them as like you know they it's like oh i'd love to touch that because it's kind of got like... <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean it's like they, they, oh, they... <laughs> You've got a weird thing about, oh, I'd love to touch a giant bag of heroin. Mm-mm-mm. Well, it's because it just, it, the bags themselves look so neat and tidy. And they're kind of like, they you can almost, I'm rubbing my hands together, I'm rubbing my fingers together now, look like just almost as if they do. They put these bags in their hands and then they just, they just have a nice feel like, they, <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> i don't know i just kind of anyway just bags of drugs people know what they yeah. look like um so but this the, the desk sergeant or desk guy gets a bit suspicious and uh he's about to ring somebody and um then they go out like and this is where you realize that this is the most amazing police station in the whole world or whatever it is is it police station or fbi no it's police station it's is police it station yeah yeah, yeah. Because the ceiling, when they emerge from sort of like, I guess, what would be the, you know, the bells of the police station, they, you look at the ceiling and it looks like a mall or something. It looks, yeah, it looks massive. Yeah. They come out of the grand foyer with its fucking Michelangelo ceiling. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And pillars on yeah. the outside of the, uh, you know, on the by the entrance. Um, they get into the, the, the getaway car, whatever you could call it. And, but before that they drop a little bag, which turns out to be a bomb. Yeah. And blow the whole fucking place up. Don't which they? It seems a bit stupid because they got away with it pretty much. Yeah. I was thinking that. Yeah. I mean, their, their, um, uh, reason for doing that is because there'll be no witnesses. Uh, surely there's going to be some witnesses. You're not going to kill yeah. the, everybody. Uh, and also there'd be some cameras you would have thought. Yeah. We saw a couple of policemen get into a car, drive away. The police station blew up and they didn't turn around getting out of the car going, what the fuck has just happened? Oh, my God. Uh, Dave was in there. Where's Dave? Is Dave dead? No, they yeah. just carry on driving. Yeah. Um, and also, there'd be fingerprints on the knife that they killed the the guard with. Because they, oh, yeah, they, yeah. they throw it like a... Um, what do you, like a what do you call those kind of knives? Like a flick knife. Flick knife. Yeah, they, yeah. he throws a flick knife at him, and it, it hits him in the chest. And he's one of and those dies very dramatically, doesn't very it? Very dramatically and very slowly. He's yeah. sort of like the camera's like, Ugh! and then he kind of drops to the floor. But uh, anyway, I guess just to sort of like show off that you know, it killed me with a flick knife. Yeah. Um. So, but yeah, I thought that rewatching it, it's like, why do they blow it up? There's no need to. But fuck it, we've got. Um, three million dollars. Let's have an explosion. The film's yeah, just started. Half a million, half a million gone down the drain. Boom. Yeah. Um, and then you cut to Dolph Lundgren, who's yes. uh in his car, um, having a stakeout. Yeah, with brown hair. 
Yeah, he and I wasn't sure if that was his hair or if that was a wig. Ooh. I think it's his hair, but because I'm so used to seeing him with blonde hair, it, and it did look a bit acrylic, I was wondering if it was a wig, but I think it may have been his hair. Maybe. Yeah, I think it is his hair because he, he dyed his hair for the Punisher as well. Um, so, you know, I'm not going to compare him to Daniel Day-Lewis, but... <laughs> <laughs> but you know he's up for a bit of method acting i guess uh yeah. don't in my left foot <laughs> he's not he's not um you know uh against you know dyeing his hair to get into the the part get into the role um but so yeah there you are um it's, it's one of those delicious sort of 80s almost mullets he's got isn't it kind it's, of it's okay. almost and if you grew it for a little i mean um talking about stone cold um the lead in that has got the most amazing blonde mullet it's That's worth cool. watching just for that so <laughs> we're in that sort of time aren't we but yes. um so yeah he's uh, uh, him and his partner uh his partner's undercover his and- partner who, who uh my first thing i wrote about him was is it's apollo creed Okay. Oh, they they just look the same because (laughs) he looks a bit like Apollo Creed. And I thought that that can't be a coincidence. You've got bloke who was Ivan Drago, and his partner looks like Apollo Creed. That would be amazing in an alternate universe. um, Like you know, instead of Drago killing Creed, they decided to put their differences aside and went on to be cops. That would be cool. That would be excellent. <laughs> but the uh, the way that, you know, because he died, so he's got to die, is that instead of being punched to death, he um, he gets shot to death. Yeah, because they, they, uh, they, cause he's, yeah, they're trying to set up the, is it the white boys? The white boys. The yeah. yeah. I wasn't sure if it was the white boys or the wide boys. Yeah, the- I had the same thing. I've got wide boys, white boys with a question mark next to it. And I, I think eventually I decided it was white boys. Yeah, and and again, I keep going, I keep banging on about it, but it, it it's worth watching again, Stone Cold, because um, there's a similar thing in that, in as much as that um, the lead character goes undercover to with a, a biker gang, and they are dealing with like similar to the white boys, yuppie kind of criminals for their drugs and stuff, and so, and I'm sure that some of the same actors who are the drug dealers from Dark Angel are in. Um, Stone Cold. Stone Cold. So there you are. There you are. Um, But yes, so, and this is the thing. So they're setting it up for a drug deal. And um, so this is the drugs that they've stolen from the police station. And then they, the copper brings out the, the money. Um, But he smells the bag. And this is what I'm telling you. He feels the bag. And this is why, (laughs) (laughs) this is why I've got such a thing about it because he feels the bag of drugs in between his fingers. I'm like, love to feel that um like, oh i can tell that's real through the plastic or is it yeah the, yeah he smells the bag wait i mean i don't know i mean i know what cannabis smells like because i've smelt it before um but i don't know if you get a bag of heroin or a bag of um cocaine would it smell is there a smell I don't know. I don't know. And this is actually really unusual that I think this is the only film in this era where no one cuts into the bag and then dips their finger in it and rubs and, it all over their all over their gums. Yeah, or tastes it. Does that actually yeah. work? I think that's a myth. Um, but I, I don't know. If we have any listeners who are drug users, then... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> 
yes. if you Just like it. Co- any smackheads out there, feel free to, if you can you know, get yourself off your pool of vomit and put your life back together for long enough to send us a tweet to let us know, please let us know. Yeah, any any cocaine users, then get, get in touch. We'll, uh, it'll just be interesting to find out whether that actually works or not. Um, just calm the fuck down before you send the tweet, because you know you like to talk a lot. Yeah, and does do the bags feel nice in your hand? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, they'd have to be quite rich to know what a bag <laughs> that size would feel like. Uh, Good. Um, so anyway, whilst that's happening, um, and the lead character, the lead drug dealer, Victor Manning, I think he's called. He's yeah. a real asshole. You, I mean, you just want not in a nasty sense, but you just want to punch him. He's just got one of those faces. I think you just want to because he's yeah, really smug, smarmy, yeah, smug little shit bag, yeah, yeah. And I think that's the thing because these are all like kind of yuppie. Uh, criminals aren't they yeah. you find out later on they've all got lamborghinis and porsches and they're not they just flaunt their they don't give a fuck you know they're kind of um they're happy to get an uzi out in the middle of the day put it like that yeah. um <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah you kind of glean from this that um Dolph Lundgren has he's been after these people for a long time and uh so anyway he gets distracted because it's a 90s uh uh, action movie and the lead character has to break up a uh, a store that is being robbed uh, i mean that that's a staple isn't it i think from oh yeah is there's a that's a classic shooting into a fridge yes um it, it is isn't it really i mean you, you know you look at different movies like uh delta force 2 uh hard to kill with uh old seagal even robocop yep you know, um, it's it's usually I mean, I, I always looked at when I saw this, these kind of films in that kind of, you know, you think, God, I'd never go to a fucking shop in America or like a <laughs> or a 7-Eleven, as I think they call them, because you know, they they always get robbed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even like falling down, you know, with Michael Douglas. Uh, <laughs> he go he fucking smashes them up as well. Um, but still. Um, so he gets distracted. He goes in, he, he does a bit of, um, some spinning kicks and whatever, and takes out he one t- of them. He takes out one of them and the other one doesn't realize. Yeah. And it's not, it's not like he sneaks in and breaks his neck. He sneaks in, punches him and roundhouse kicks him out of the way. And the other one's still at the front of the shop and he turns around and goes, because he didn't realize that his mates just had the shit kicked out of him. So Yeah. 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 And uh, there's a bit of a standoff. Um, they're pointing guns at each other, and then the next thing you know is he kills the um, the the bad guy. Yeah. And this is kind of, I mean, again, talking about you know nicely shot. Uh, it's kind of this is kind of playing out at the same time as his partner gets uh, found out as a cop. Yeah, and, nice and he, synchronized deaths, isn't it? I like that. Done. Yeah. So like as Dolph Lundgren shooting uh, this criminal, uh, the the white boys are killing his partner uh which is it's quite cool i quite like yeah. that um so that all happens and then in a relatively short space of time before the Vic, the white boys and victor manning are even out the back door yeah the fucking alien turns up yeah, doesn't fucking it Geralt just rocks up and then yeah murderizes everyone else with his with his alien wrist disc yeah, now this is probably one of the reasons why this film is quite memorable with people, yeah. um, because he's basically like a, the predator with sort of like um, Poundland weapons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
you know, description. He's that when I watched it. I mean, at the time when I watched it, you know, I thought, oh, that's fucking cool. And he is still kind of cool. But at the same time, having watched it now, you think, yeah, you're just like a bit of a sort of a a Poundland Predator, aren't you? Really? (laughs) Now that would have been a good name for it, Poundland Predator. Oh, that's a. I should copyright that, shouldn't I? Or trademark it. Um, So yeah, he turns up and uh, says his line, "I come in peace." I think there's like three drug deal is still left in there that are clear, clearing up and uh he does the 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 disky thing and it's like yep. it, you know reminds you of the cd like being spat out at the start because like this thing now it's flying around it's quite cool i mean it's yeah. like disco vision with the camera yeah it, apparently it homes in on people's necks yeah like the electrical charge inside the human body so that's what makes it a a good killing machine because it just kind of it'll bounce off one and and now i've not seen the phantasm movies but i know that in that there is a similar type of thing that goes after people but that's got like spikes it's a little ball and it's got spikes on it and stuff um so yeah uh that looked quite cool and just the fact that it's 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 quite deadly isn't it really and then you you know slits their throats and um and, and and yeah, that that all kind of happens. Uh, the police show up, and uh, one thing that confused me because he kills everyone, and then he he goes towards the briefcase of drugs. Yeah, and not remembering anything about this film, I was like, why the fuck does an alien want? How does it know or want a briefcase full of heroin? Mm. That confused the fuck out of me at the start because I said I don't remember much about this, and that that baffled me. Yeah. I guess all that becomes more apparent as the film goes yeah. on. But at the same time, it's like, um, how did he know about this drug deal? Um, you know, it's kind of, has he got a... That's a fucking good question. I hadn't even asked that one. That has was a he bit got... of luck for him, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, has he, he's got, uh, yeah, uh, you know, uh, uh, I suppose uh, he's just landed on Earth and uh, he rocks up at a club where there happens to be a massive drug deal happening. Yeah. Um, you know, th- that's kind of like, was going through my mind as well. How does he know? But still, it's it's a nineties action film. Um, so it's all gone tits up. Um, Lundgren's partner's dead, and the drugs have gone. Uh, there's more dead bodies, and his his captain shows up. Who is the typical shouty captain? Yep. I think it also made no sense with me because he was. Um, is is his Dolph's character's name Jack something? Jack Gay Kane 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 Yeah. Kane, yeah. Because he says, Captain says something on the lines of, oh, I see you've showed up. He's like, I could, you know, it, <laughs> you were gone for eight days. A week, I could understand. But eight days? <laughs> I was like, Why does that one day make a fucking difference? Why has that one day made you angry? Yeah, that, but there's things that happen in this film that aren't properly explained that you kind of have to almost fill in the gaps yourself. So that whole thing is like, he's got, he disappeared for eight days. His, his girlfriend makes a big deal out of that as well. Like they all seem to fucking, like you said, if it had been a week, they'd gone, Oh, he just went off and did something. Happy days at seven days, but fucking eight day. Yeah. Wanker. Yeah. You took the piss. I did that once when, um, uh, I was at work <laughs> and this is sort of like the mid nineties. And I think I went out and I bought an N64 and <laughs> I, I did actually genuinely, I genuinely was sick, probably not sick enough to have a week off, but, <laughs> 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 but um, then 
so I got a doctor's note uh, and I thought, oh, it's the Monday came round and I thought, oh, fuck it, I want to stay home. I'm playing Goldeneye. Um, so <laughs> that's probably where the, because they, they, they probably would have thought, well, you had a week off. That's one thing, you know, seven days with the weekend. But you take the fucking piss and you had the extra Monday off as well. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of like always made linked back in my head about, you know, uh, and I actually forged the doctor's note as well. Which is, <laughs> which is not legal. It just looked terrible. Um, but still, uh, I, t- I think I tipexed a little bit out, which, you know, again, you think, fuck me, Chris, you know, it's not like you're a, a master forger. Uh, they, Looking back at my younger self, they would have known that you are taking the piece. But still. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But there you are. Uh, that's what I like about these films. It kind of makes you think about you, you know, the past and everything. I don't ever recall forging a doctor's note. So uh, well, I was a choir boy as well, so it kind of balanced itself out. I guess. Cool. Didn't you swing from one side of God to the other really quickly? <laughs> yeah, I did. Um, so yeah, they they make a big thing about this. And also, the one thing about this film, in as much as that, I mean, Dolph Lundgren, you know, you said you you see him as being buff in rocky and everything else um but the first thing i noticed about him he's kind of it's like he's like he's eating a burger whilst he's on steak out in the car he looks a bit disheveled doesn't he He doesn't look yeah buff self he's not like a a typical kind of arnie hero is he i guess i don't know whether he's he's a he's a big lad yeah he's not fat but he's not yeah he's not quite the uh the muscle monster that you might have been expecting yeah um, so the police are there, the FBI turn up, and um, this is the other thing about you learn about his character, is that um, although he's unreliable and he's driven with what he wants to do and obviously he wants to catch these drug dealers, but if he makes you a promise, then you know that he will stick to it because he's captain. Yeah, that was a weird thing that just came into it all of a sudden because his captain makes, yeah, his captain orders him to take eight weeks vacation. Yeah, hang on. And just thinking, you were off fucking eight days. You've just made a big yeah. deal out. You want him to take longer, you longer off now? Yeah. And he makes him promise because obviously, obviously, Jack's game. What's his fucking name? G- G- Kane. Dolph Jack- Kane. Jack. Is it Jack Kane? Jack Kane. Yeah. Right. I want to call him Jack. Obviously, yeah. Jack's word is the law. So, uh, yeah. So obviously, he is trustworthy. Mm. So, so you learn that about his character but anyway now the fbi call him into the toilet um and uh, <laughs> agent Swit- switzer switzer yes yeah another agent. weird name it, yeah so this fbi sleazebag um sort of like you know he's talking to him and uh, oh just going back to when jack discovers that his partner's dead i thought that was a bit of dodgy acting um He's sort of like, you know, Ray, Ray. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, I wrote that down. Ray, 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 Ray. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of like, you know. Ray, uh, Ray, Ray. And he's, yeah. he's thumping on his chest, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, the FBI kind of dude is um, he's talking to him uh, about stuff. And he ends up getting him back on the case, doesn't he, really? Yeah, very quickly. <clears throat> But the the catch is is he's got, he's got to have a partner uh, yeah. from the FBI, which is uh, Brian Ben 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 Ben's character. Ben Ben, ben. yeah, yeah. Um, who 
I think it's fair to say he's kind of like, is he the comedic kind of element to the film? Sort of. Because he's a bit of a knob. really funny. Yeah, well, first thing I put, Agent Smith, a short cunt. Because he just came across (laughs) as a smarmy little arsehole at first. But sometimes he's smarmy, sometimes he's right, and other times he's the comic relief as well. So he's he's a bit all over the place. He's a bit of everything. Yeah, he's very much like a by-the-numbers, by-the-book person, isn't he? Whereas um, Kane, and they have a conversation about this, he's very much led by instinct and doing things that he feels right at the time. Whereas, like I said, they have this whole conversation about, you know, he goes on about the Switzer manual, uh, number one, you know, don't do this or, you know, report back and do that and all that kind of bullshit. Yes. Smith's got his knob right up Switzer's bum, hasn't he? Mm. Loves his boss. But what I do like about him is that although, you know, he's quite short in comparison to uh, Lundgren, he doesn't take any shit from him. And he's no. actually the one kind of he's kind of barking orders. He stands up to him, doesn't he? You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is, so he's, he's not just there to sort of like, you know, bow down to. Uh, it's not like. How should we say, uh, Arnie and um, Carl Weathers' character from Predator? Is it where they're both muscle bound? Yeah, 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 true. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there's no, there's no um, mid-air arm wrestle in this one. No, no, nothing like that. Um, so yeah, and Kane's missus is pissed off at him for disappearing for. I wrote it down eight days, uh, so yeah. I didn't forget. Diane. Um, yeah. Diane. So. I've never seen her in anything before, and um, I don't know if you have either. I haven't really looked into it. I didn't recognise her, no. No, but she's one of those where I have to suppose be a little bit careful about what I say, is that she's, I mean, she's attractive enough, but, and she's like the pathologist type character, isn't she? Um, So, but, so she's quite, you know, she's attractive enough, but I, She's not what you'd expect. In no, from from, no. from a film from a film like this, you'd expect her to be <clears throat> incredibly beautiful. But she wears glasses, so you know that she's intelligent. Yeah, you know, have big tits and and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Whereas she's quite down to earth, isn't she? And I, you know, you wouldn't have thought. Uh, I suppose as a leading lady in this, which I guess she's the most. You know, she's the the only real female actress in this. Um, or actor, whatever you want to call it. Hashtag me too. Um, sorry. Uh, you know what I mean? It's like she's, you wouldn't necessarily put her and Dolph Lundgren together, would you? No, no. No, they're not, they're not the couple you'd expect out, out of a film like this, no. Yeah. So She's, uh, she's done all right for herself. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so, um, but so they can't identify the weapon. They don't know what's killed everybody. And then the good alien um, drops by, which again surprises me because it cuts. Yeah, that's right. We're at a ho- like a hobo palace where there's, there's some old homeless deer collecting beer cans, and then there's explosions and big holes in walls. And then I put, yeah, it's another Geralt, but not Geralt because I completely forgot entirely that there was a second alien. Oh, had you really? Yeah. Absolutely ah. no idea of that at all. I was like, "Ooh, the what the fuck?" And then because he too looks very angry, yeah, and does heavy breathing. Yeah, I, d- I thought he was another baddie. Mm. 
and he's a big fucker and he's got a, a weird haircut like a weird haircut it's really long at the back but then yes. it's like half you know he's bald at the front and uh i i wrote him down as not Geralt Geralt, and then eventually changed it to klingon kyle reese yeah i like that klingon kyle reese he's very good it's a very apt description of him um so yeah uh, his entrance and introduction to the film is quite dramatic because uh, like you said he just you know this this woman's just kind of pottering around this old crack den and um next thing you know is that he appears and there's massive holes through all the walls in the in the building where he's smashed through um and and yeah they portray him as being about seven foot tall as well don't they yep um so now the bad alien um evil Geralt is uh he's on a, he's starting to go on a bit of a rampage now isn't he yeah. Um, you see one of his first proper kills. Yes. Which confused the fuck out of me because I didn't understand what, what was going on. Uh, yeah. So th- there's um, a, a hotel or motel owner and he's watching uh, It's a Wonderful Life and he's a bit pissed. His dog's barking outside. So he goes out to investigate and he's he's just randomly spewing out um, uh, expletives, isn't he? Like, yeah. no good goddamn pinky motherfucking dog motherfucking deep. You know, all this kind of shit. You know what I mean? He's like just random words are just coming out of his mouth. I think just swear words, which is quite funny. Um, But then he actually, you know, when he hears the dog yelp and he goes, oh my God, because he acts like he wants to kill the dog. But then when the dog yelps, he's like, oh no, what's up? You know, or whatever. Um, And this is where you see um, Bad Alien's scorpion arm before Mortal Kombat was a thing. Uh, which uh, I, yeah, of course. Fuck me. I didn't even. I, I put it down as a flexible wrist penis, but it's clearly, <laughs> clearly, scorpions thing from Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's where they got their inspiration. For yeah. people who don't know what Mortal Kombat is, I'm sure you do. But uh, it, you know, there's a character called Scorpion, and he fires out of his wrist uh, a spear type thing attached to a rope, and then he pulls in uh, people and goes, "Get over here!" and punches them. Uh, that kind of thing but anyway so he fires this thing out of his wrist which then uh inserts itself into their chest and then it pumps in the drugs that he's stolen which i didn't realize that's what it was at first so i just put yeah i put he has a flexible wrist penis that spunks into a man's chest and then he stabs him with an arm blade in the head (laughs) and also as well because like what you don't realize at the time is but he's pumping the drugs into the person's body and facial expressions on the (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's fucking awesome because yep. it's just like they've had the biggest fucking orgasm ever yeah. like they're just like oh god this is amazing you know but they're kind of just give me your best cum face off their tits aren't they on on is it cocaine or heroin i don't know i i've written cocaine but later on he does say heroin so yeah i think um, it is heroin uh okay and then he um He's got another little tool, which is, again, a cut price uh, knife type thing from the Predator. So imagine the Predator's like two knives that shoot out of his wrist that he, you know, impales people with and everything. So but this is like a spiky pipe. Yeah. Well, uh, they don't know that on this one, do you? You just see it. You just see him duff this thing into this dude's head. You and then he puts away. Does with it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you, don't, huh? you don't know exactly what. Um, what's going on there? Yeah, um, I was wondering why are you pumping spunk into him just to stab him in the head? I don't get it. 
Yeah. I was genuinely confused. Yes. So, it, and it becomes more apparent as the film goes on. So, uh, and I'm yeah. interested to hear what, obviously, because you haven't seen this for so long, what your, you know, your thoughts are on it. If you, you obviously you can't remember or didn't know what the hell was going on. So it's kind of like you first watched it really, isn't it? I Pretty guess. much. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Does uh, does the uh, um, the good alien turn up at this point and scare him off? I can't, I can't. No, he gets away with this one, and then then my next line is just boobs because we uh, Jack's taken Smith to a booby bar to go and meet that weird little man called Boner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because so... he likes to go think there. Apparently, well, think. Yeah, all right, do yeah. something that ends with. NK anyway. Yeah, yeah. And uh, also, so they go back to the crime scene. They can't figure out what the fuck is going on. So they go to a strip bar and um, this, like you said, weird little dude who I recognise from, he's the techie dude that Sly and Kurt Russell go to see to get the truck from ah, Tango Cash. Yeah, I knew I recognised him. And also he is the, uh, the dude from Scrooged who... Bill Murray discovers is frozen to death underneath where uh, underneath the underneath the streets. Yeah, um, I think he's died. He died recently. I think Maybe. he's uh, yeah, I think so. But uh, he he's got a weird little face. face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's pl- he's playing pool with a with another man who uh, I wrote down Apollo Creed too because he also looks like Apollo Creed. He's every, uh, you know, not that I'm accusing you of anything, but basically he's every black actor in this uh, Apollo Creed. Like Only because they've got the moustache oh. and only because Dolph Lundgren's in the film. So oh, I'm, fair I'm just, I'm just, it's just association as much as anything. He uh, also, he looks a bit like a pimp because of his hat and his suit. Yeah. Uh, it looks like a 70s pimp. Now, I couldn't quite make out in this because they make a, a, a sort of um, an assertion. That's a good word. I like that because um, it sounds like insertion. insertion. <laughs> <laughs> but they um, they suggest that they're gay because he's kind. Of, but I don't know if that's because they're just saying it as a like a uh, a jibe to sort of you know. Yeah. Uh, he says, "Oh, your boyfriend," but then, or is I, it because of the weird noises he makes when he puts a gun against his knob? Yeah. Ah. Ah. <laughs> it was really weird really odd and i didn't know if yeah if he was being turned on or he just couldn't act scared i don't know which one it was yeah but, uh, uh, so the actor that we're talking about he's uh his name's uh michael j pollard and yes he d- he died uh in november 2019 aged 80 um <laughs> the imdb description of him is is better much better than the shitty one for the film because it describes him as Cherubic, wispy-haired looks made his typecasting as impish or eccentric characters somehow inevitable. Um, <laughs> I think that's fair, fair enough, isn't yeah. it? You know, if you're good at something, then fuck it. Um, so yeah, uh, they threaten him, uh, and he he kind of even says, you know, oh, it's the fucking Martians. Yeah, the Martians have the drugs. Yeah, which makes no sense uh, to <sighs> them. I just think he's rambling some shit at the time. Um, but this is where Kane, going by his, his instincts rather than by the book, he somehow has a Sherlock Holmes moment of seeing a pool ball bouncing around the cushion of a, a pool table and realising, wow, what if this fucking weapon is like 
like able to bounce off stuff. Yeah. What if it's like a pool ball, but sharp? But a knife. Yeah. A yeah. blade, a bladey instrument type thing. Um, so, yeah, they go back to the crime scene and then do the whole kind of reconstruction as to, right, if he was standing here, he was standing there, then he was standing there. So this is kind of where it would end up. And they discover that it's embedded into a speaker, don't they? Yeah. And it's still spinning. It's still v- sort of vibrating and going. And Smith um, decides that, oh, right, this is a good idea. I'm going to try and take it out. And it cuts him. But then he thinks, fuck it, I'm going to try again. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like it, it's spinning that much. He cuts his finger, but he thinks, oh, okay, I know what I'm doing. I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. So, but anyway, it nearly kills them because it, it takes their, you know, tries to take their head off. And yeah. then it, em- it embeds itself back into the, the speaker. Do you remember any of this like, at all? Or? I, I remember, I remember, well, I remember the disc, but that was it. I didn't remember any, any of the other bits. I remember that someone found it at some point. That was the, that was a clue um to to the alien but uh, as far as like finding it in a strip club and it embedded in a speaker or what it was or how it worked nope not a thing mm, interesting um so then the uh the bad alien is uh he, he gets his second victim and um you see it a bit more graphically this time don't you like what he yeah. does uh he wrenches the dude from a little truck and uh a forklift and and then he sticks the drugs in him he pulls his cum face and then he sticks the spike in his head, and you see, like he, he gives it a good old whack, doesn't he? He does. And you're seeing the fluid coming out of the guy's head, and like a bit, bit more of that. Yeah. Uh, I was still wondering what the fuck was going on. Yeah. Uh, and then the good alien turns up at this point, doesn't he? And they have a little yeah. shootout, and uh, this is where you discover that their weapons are like the best guns ever. Yeah. This Set is where the fireable hand. The cannons, they are. Oof. Yeah, this is where they spent the budget, didn't they? Because it's like the uh, it look. I mean, they still look quite impressive. I think. I don't know about you. Yeah. Like, um. So they're they're firing these guns. They look like normal guns, except they're a bit bigger. But they spew like fire, don't they? And explosions. Yeah. And... Like each, like each, whatever the fuck it's firing, it basically causes a miniature explosion. So it's, yeah, it, mm, carnage. Yeah, like a little mini BFG uh, kind of, you know, from Doom explosion type thing. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, yeah, they're having a bit of a to and fro. And this is quite a good stunt because he jumps out of a window. It's quite a big, big, you know, just as an explosion is happening. And also it looks as if um, old Matthias Hughes or House or whatever his name is, he... <laughs> Yeah, he does a bit of the, he, he's like there's a lot of him running away from explosions isn't there yeah in the film which i think looks quite good um so he escapes but and then you go back to kane's apartment and again i think this is where they try to um give his character a bit of substance don't they a bit of depth yeah he's not what you think he is he's got a quite a luxurious pad for a cop and he's got artwork on the walls yeah he drinks wine he drinks wine yeah. you know um because although you may have thought you know he's a an undercover cop he's, he's eating a burger or whatever he's a bit of a slob but then actually you realize he's you know he's cultured yeah and i, and I, and I did write down jack and smith to bum question mark i, didn't know <laughs> if they were, I thought they were going to take the buddy cop thing you know one step further Yes. Um, so, yeah, he's got a, a very nice apartment and he doesn't quite fulfill the stereotype that you've uh, kind of came, you know, come to think of him. 
Um, but then he goes to visit his missus. They have a bit of an argument, don't they? Uh, yeah. Kane and, and um, uh, Smith. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, just before that, Kane and Smith oh, have yeah. a bit of yeah, an sorry, argument yeah. about the disc, don't they? Because uh, Smith wants to take you back to Switzer and uh, Kane's like, no, no, I, I need to keep it and um, get somebody to check it out for me who I know. Um, but yeah, then he goes back to Diane's apartment and bit of a bit of a booty call. Mm, yes, uh, he's feeling a bit horny. He probably thought, mm, just been to a titty bar. Yeah. Uh, got a bit of a stirring in my loins. I've had, I've had some wine. I'm <laughs> well ready. <laughs> but the thing about her now, like I said, I don't think she's unattractive at all, but she walks out of what I'm assuming is a bedroom or a bathroom and she's mm. wearing a red robe yeah. and it's not like a red robe, like a, a slinky kind of sexy type robe. It's like, like a, a bathrobe, like a toweling dressing gown. Yeah. But she's got heels on underneath it. I don't know. If you... <laughs> I didn't notice that. Though. See, see, I've got a bit of a foot fetish, so I notice things like that with women. I always look at their shoes. Uh, you've learning a lot about me tonight. Oh, you? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But she, she, and they're not like high heels. They're kind of like like shoes that have got a little bit of a heel on them. But I'm thinking it doesn't match up with the dressing gown. No. If, you, if you've got a dressing gown on because you've just come out of the shower or you're just about to go in the shower or you go into bed or you've just well, got out of bed. Just want to slob around or something. You don't slob around in heels. You don't. Yeah. You just have you walk around in your, you know, you, you just with your feet. You don't put yeah. your fucking heels on or slippers. No. Or something yeah, just a bit odd. Exactly. I'm Some sure gorilla feet slippers. <laughs> yeah, or Grinch slippers like I've yeah. got. Or Spider-Man <laughs> slippers. <laughs> you know. Um, so yeah, that that's just always bothered me for some reason. But uh, you you didn't notice, but other people may do. Um so yeah, they kind of get back together. Um she's pissed off at him still, but he still lets she still lets him shagger. Um yeah, she slaps him a couple of times, but no sex scene, which is unusual for a film of this type. Yeah. Um, if that was Jean-Claude Van Damme, you can guarantee he had a, he'd have his ass centre stage and then it'd be like a two-minute two minute <laughs> fucking sex scene to, I don't know, bloody lights in white satin or something. Yeah, and also, yeah, he'd then do the splits uh, yes. across, across two chairs and then he'd, he'd get his, he'd have the smallest pants on and just he'd love showing his ass off, doesn't he? Oh, he loves him. I mean, you know, I suppose, his cheeks. yeah, he has got, you know, well, he did have, I suppose, a, a firm butt. So, uh, you know, yeah, if you've got it, flaunt it, I guess. Um, <laughs> I'm focusing too, too much on <laughs> Van Damme's arse here. Um, but yeah, so then Kane goes back to his apartment, which has been turned over and broken. Yeah, into. I put, oh, no, his plants are tipped over and someone's put cornflakes on his pool table. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it wasn't the most um, aggressive robbery I've seen or burglary I've seen. But that pissed me off because it's like the pool. Why would they have needed to have done that? Unless well, yeah, you're just... going you're gonna to ruin the nap of the cloth, aren't you? You're going to have to get that re-clothed and that's not going to be cheap. Yeah, unless they've been absolute pricks. They just they threw cereal all over his fucking pool table. Why? What the fuck are they going to find there? Do you know what I mean? It's it's just it's ridiculous. Anyway, that would have annoyed me. Uh, or it did annoy me, as you can tell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so 
and this is where Kane starts to get a bit uh, suspicious of Smith because yeah. just so happens that Smith is already there. Um, but he claims that he turned up and the door was open. And so that's, he just literally got there. Um, yeah. Well, he did say he was going to meet him at seven in the morning and, you know, old Dolph might be a bit late from, from his uh, Szechuan with Diane. Mm. So. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Then you get uh, another scene where the alien is fucking somebody up. Uh, but this time it's a hot blonde who's a mechanic. Yep. Um, she's fixing a car. She's looking for some spanners. and She's definitely drinking Pepsi as well. Yes. Um, and then he turns up, grabs her, rips open her top. And, you know, um, she's, uh, you know, look, you get to see a bit of a bra and stuff and uh he pumps the stuff into her gets the juice out of her head and um and but this is again sort of similar to the start of the film uh where you're you're seeing the juice coming out of her head into his pipe which sounds weird (laughs) (laughs) so uh uh, and then um it then cuts to this office where there's lots of pipes and bunsen burners and um you know bottles and things where there's fluid being collected and it turns into a coffee it's coffee isn't it yes eccentric balding man yes i quite like that um and um so that this is um Dolph Lundgren's mate who happens to be a weird scientist who's i i mean i wrote down annoying wacko because yeah. he, he just does random fucking things, doesn't he? Yeah, he just sort of rolls back onto his desk and puts his feet above his head. And screams for no yeah. reason. Yeah, and he's uh, he, unusual. He, he's very jittery, and I think the reason being because he drinks a lot of coffee and he takes tablets. Which yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's got a desk, desk full of tablets, hasn't he? Of, yeah, uh, which you don't know exactly what they are, but I'm assuming they're like caffeine tablets or other things he's very paranoid and very sort of like you know all over the shop isn't he yeah. um but he basically explains how the disc works and um you know this is where you learn that it's tuned to the frequencies of the body and that's why it makes it a good weapon um and uh so yeah then kane's girlfriend um shows them a body of where the, which the aliens killed and then starts to explain about um, you don't find exactly why he's pumping the stuff into them, but you because so, he just initially thinks it's like a bullet hole in the head, doesn't he? Yeah, she says not a bullet hole. Mm. Didn't she say something about endorphins then? Yeah, um, yeah, I think that's a little bit afterwards. Oh, yeah, you're have, right, you're right, yeah. Yeah, they have a scene afterwards. But then, um, so anyway, uh, Kane and... Uh, um, What's Smith. His face? Smith, that's his fucking name. They're they're just driving, aren't they? And all of a sudden they're being chased. And um they this is where the white boys start firing an Uzi in broad yeah. daylight. Out of a convertible <laughs> Ferrari or something. Yeah. Yeah, a sports car. And uh so yeah, there's a bit of a sort of I suppose a funny scene of because it's it's Smith driving and then they start shooting the car and then they you know, he goes, You drive. Uh, yeah. but then Smith gets in the back and he pulls out this big fucking gun. And he he shoots at them, doesn't he? So again, this is kind of like 
and I'm not saying this is a very deep film, but at least you kind of get the feeling that, okay, he's an annoying kind of little funny dude, but then he's also got a big fucking gun and it's, yeah. you know. Yeah, he can of, do his job. He can do yeah. his job. He's, a he's bit not just funny, a, whiny, a bit bumbling. But yeah. yeah, he's not just a whiny little pussy who's, you know, cowers whenever somebody shoots a gun. He can actually kind of look after himself because you see him later on as well, beat the shit out of two guys, um, you know, a bit later on, doesn't he? Yeah. Um so yeah, they go back to, they go to the white boys office um the and inconspicuous fucking gigantic office in the middle of the city. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a big skyscraper. Yeah. And uh so he distracts them all by get, leaning on the, the, the these posh cars and setting the alarms off. Um and there's a bit of a standoff again. This sort of like I suppose the deputy to Victor Manning's there. Yeah, in the boardroom and he tells them to uh, he Jack comes in, he's got his gun out, and he tells them to, you know, put their guns away. And then everyone on the table's got a gun. Mm. And they, they they put it on the table, and then he's he's threatening um, oh, crap. Warren? Was Warren. That his name? Warren. That's yeah. him. Yeah. But then it yeah it turns out that they've uh, they've got hold of Smith. So that's that's Dolph's Jack's um, uh, advantage gone because yeah. you, know, you know got his partner. Yeah, and and because uh, he, he he goes after Victor Manning, but Victor Manning sends him a picture, doesn't he? This, <laughs> yeah, this is what prompts it, I think, because yeah. uh, he sends him a photo uh, of him, and again, this you, you can tell, you know, if the the internet would have been around and smartphones, whatever, he'd have done it by that. But he actually sends him a black and white photo in the post of him uh, smiling next to two big titted women and yes. he's i think he's written something on the back saying you know uh, you d- hope you you've got over your dead partner or something like that doesn't he um but they force him into doing a drug deal because yes people are getting killed the drug dealers are getting killed so they make uh they make jack do it and they keep smith for sort of um uh, coll- uh not collateral is it is that the word i'm looking for so basically as a you know, if anything goes wrong, they'll kill Smith. Yeah. Um, so, it, uh, yeah, Kane goes into uh, this place and Al Leong. Uh, yes. The henchman. The, the yes. premier fucking henchman. <laughs> the go-to oh, guy. Very happy. Yeah. yeah. And the, he, the, he even has a line. He does. I think that's probably one of the only times I've heard him speak in a film. Yeah. Um, and because like he's the 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 guy that they're going to exchange the drugs with, uh, but he rips off Kane, the the sneaky bastard, doesn't he? Yeah. And he goes, "Tell the white boys to kiss my ass," yeah. uh, but not sounding like a black man, like I just. Said. <laughs> 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 um, and then he he go runs down an alleyway, and Kane r- runs after him, and then you kind of see him stand up against the wall. He falls down, and this is the first time that Kane encounters the the bad alien. Yes. And he, you could tell he's got like super strong because he picks Kane up and throws him across the alleyway, doesn't he? Yep. Um, but then the good alien turns up and, and again, this is where Kane starts to have a bit of an epiphany that there's a good guy, like a cop and a bad yep. guy, like a drug I dealer. Mean, Christ. I mean, he, he did come to that conclusion fairly quickly that one he was did. definitely good. Yeah. That's instinct for you. Because basically I think, well, he didn't try and kill him or he didn't throw him across the room. So, you know, he must be good. That's the, yeah. you know, uh, fair enough. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, 
so um yeah this is the scene now where he goes to see his missus um and they that she starts to explain about endorphins and what the alien is up to so for you not remembering any of this did this all start to like come back to you at that point or did it make more sense or not really but i was i was, I was happy for a bit of exposition to be honest yeah so i put, <laughs> so I put ah it's heroin so Geralt spunks heroin using his metal arm penis then sucks out the endorphins um from the victim's brains so Geralt is a is basically an alien smack dealer uh, um, and my wordy word I can't read what I've written next but anyway yeah so I kind of got it up until then yeah so I think it's more explained you know what's going on now I guess yeah. uh, but we're kind of like an hour into the film at this point aren't we really yeah. I mean it's yeah. like and uh, finally the two the, the two plots are kind because you've got you've got Jack's plot for revenge and the alien thing we're an hour in and they've only just crossed you know the, the two different sort of plots have only really just kind of merged into one yeah sort of yeah and uh so you jack tells smith about his theory that it's an alien and smith obviously doesn't believe him thinks he's going crazy they go and see his captain and smith goes yeah yeah, i'll back you up and then immediately you know drops him in the shit doesn't he because when yeah uh, you know which is again a little bit funny um they go back. To, oh, I've missed a scene, haven't I? We have. We have another little predator ripoff scene. Oh, what's this? What's this? Yeah. Well, in, yeah, you see uh, Geralt. Uh, you see him. Um, what do you see him doing now? Oh, you oh, see him like yeah. uh, cleaning his stuff and and getting his little capsule out and putting it into his little uh, belt thing, which is kind of it's it's like a very budget version of the predator sat in a tree cleaning all the flesh off a skull. Yes, at it, and polishing it. Yeah, like a Poundland version of that scene. Good point, because, yeah, when it opens up, it's like the, the gas or the air or whatever it is, kind of like, you know, kind of yeah. thing, you know. And Yes, that did remind me of that. But also, they go to get the evidence of the disc to prove that it's, you know, an alien. And it's yeah. gone. And yeah. the the chemist has been beaten up, hasn't yeah. he? Duffed right up, looks a bit sorry for himself. Yeah, he's actually normal, isn't he? So maybe he yeah. just needed a good beating to, <laughs> to stop him from being a bit sort of weird. Um, and uh, yeah, but again, this is where Kane suspects Smith because uh, the chemist says they all looked a bit like him. Uh, you know, they got suits on and stuff like that. Yeah. So, uh, and then the alien then he's going on more of a rampage now isn't he he basically yeah. walks into a shop again a 7-eleven type stop shop yeah. another dangerous fucking horrendous place to go and buy some crisps from yeah yeah and uh he uh, i mean it's not like going to any corner shop is it kind of thing is it, is it, they, are, they are dangerous places because there's even a security guard in this one who's yeah. the weediest fucking security guard yeah <laughs> Uh, no, he, you wouldn't employ him, would you? He's fucking useless. He's a geeky fucker. I think he's yeah. he's just looking at a magazine and there's this uh, guy talking. He look Again, he looks a bit homeless and he's looking to... I don't know how you can look a bit homeless, but still. He's looking to... He's talking to the cashier and he's saying, oh, it's the aliens. He, everybody seems to know there's fucking aliens. Yeah. How do they know? I mean, realistically, this fella's killed three people. Yeah. That's all, that's all he's done. Yet they know, everyone knows on the street, oh, yeah, there's this big fucking alien guy going around stealing endorphins from people's head yeah. using heroin. 
Boner even knows it. Yeah. But Swit and Switzer think kind of knows it, or you learn that he does know it. But then uh, uh, Smith doesn't know what's going on, no. and and Kane's just kind of figuring out what's going on. But all the maybe it was that homeless woman who f- saw the um, you know the f- the the good alien when yeah, he fucking. All she saw was a load of holes appear in a wall and a big bloke run out. She's done pretty well to get the fact that he was an alien cop chasing a fucking another one who's a drug dealer sucking out people's brain juice. No, you, you never know. I mean, okay, the, you no, know. that's that's instinct. Get her on the force. She's brilliant. <laughs> so, yeah, he just walks in through the front door now. He can't be asked to fucking try and cover it up or do it in isolation. And he uh, he's about to kill somebody. But the good alien turns up and they have another firefight. Uh, but this time around, he gets injured. Yes. In the line of duty. Yeah, and he starts. He's, he's got spunk blood. He has got spunky blood. It's like it's uh, it's reminding me of um, Lance Henriksen out of Aliens. Blood, yeah. yeah, where he's like basically got white shit, uh, milk, milk for blood. Like, uh, uh, but his his insides are all gooey and messed up, aren't they? Uh, yeah, I was wondering what's his point. He's been in two scenes. One where he looks angry, and I thought he was evil. One where he ran past Dolph Lundgren and another one where he's got shot. Yeah. Yes. Um, And another little nod to Predator is because you find out later on, the good alien has remarkably good English for being an alien and can can speak English very fluently. Whereas the bad alien can only say one word um, or so you think. Uh, But... um, that kind of it reminded me of the alien. Uh, I'm sorry, the predator when he observes the people in the jungle and and copies words from them, but then oh, yeah. p- plays yeah. them out. Do you know what I mean? That, yeah. And maybe that's just me thinking too much about it. But that kind of you know that's the only line that the bad alien knows. But anyway, um, so yeah, then so that's all happened. Um, Smith now starts to realise that he's actually not as important as he thought he was because they go to this crime scene and they can't get in. Nobody can get in apart from the FBI. Um, For some reason, I mean, the captain goes, talks to Switzer, and it's it's almost as if, you know, he's had a Jedi mind trick done on him because he He he, he walks over and kicks Jack off the case again. Yeah. And he just... Forget well, then about Jack it. just goes, all right, yeah, fine. And then just, <laughs> fuck it, I'll go on holiday. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, what? <laughs> nothing happened here. There's nothing to see here. It's yeah. all taken care of. That's kind of like, you know, the, um, the what's all, Invasion of the Body Snatchers kind of, yeah. you know, moment where he's a, he, he has now been taken over by an alien and, you know, he's basically telling him, no, there's nothing to see here. There's, there's a, you know, a, a smashed up um, shop and it's been blown to bits, but don't, yeah, just go on holiday. You're off the case. Um, and uh, the good alien's all watching this from, from afar, isn't he? And he's got all the, the shit coming out of his stomach and whatever um but then he said kane says to diane oh let's just quit your fucking job uh, <laughs> <laughs> i'm not the most reliable fellow but just quit your job and let's go on holiday okay oh god um, you can tell she thinks she's punched above her weight she's willing just to quit her job just because he goes we'll go on holiday <laughs> yeah 
She's thinking, oh, I'm, 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 I'm doing far too well here. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's, there's me, uh, there's me resignation. I'm off on a holiday now. Wee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, she uh, makes him promise, and he promises, so you know he's going to do it, uh, or so you think. Um, yeah. But uh, you actually haven't seen him keep a promise in this film, have we? As of yet? No. We've just he's... been told that he keeps his promises, but we haven't seen it. Yes. Um, but so anyway, they get into the car. Uh, Switz, not Switz, sorry, Smith and Kane have it out. Oh, and this is this thing as well, where at various points in the film, Kane goes to Smith. I'm guessing when he's really pissed him off and annoyed him. He'll oh, go, goes, that's one. That's, that's one. That's two. Yeah, I missed, I missed the first explanation. So I was like, what the fuck is he doing? He keeps... I don't think it, well, he doesn't really explain it. You just oh, kind of, not... no, no, you just kind of think, oh, well, maybe this, he's doing this because you know that's one that's your first warning this is your second warning uh because you've been an annoying little prick or whatever but then the third one it's like that's three and he just gets him up against the car and they start you know he says you know the difference between me and you and he's they're talking all this shit really and and whatever but then you think that's the that's the end of their partnership uh because he's going to go back to his old job um but smith is that pissed off that he follows him and he gets in the car, but the aliens in the back of the car. Yeah. And he's not in a good way. He's losing far too much marshmallow out of his chest. Yeah. And yeah, they go off and drive off somewhere. uh, And I bet Diane's thinking, you motherfucker. Uh, But uh, anyway, so they uh, drive off somewhere. The alien starts talking, telling them what the score is that. Yeah. Mr. Exposition. I was thinking, why? I kept saying Bit ago, I wondered why he was there, and like, ah, he's there for this one scene, so we can tell the heroes exactly what's going on. Yes, that that's absolutely right. What are their names? Seems you know, I didn't know what they are, so let's see what what are they called. Uh, well, it's actually yeah, bad alien, uh, Talek. That's yep. um, and then good alien, Azek. But you would have never known that unless no. you looked at um, IMDb. Yeah. Um, yeah, and- so yeah, we find out that the endorphins where he comes from are a priceless drug. Mm. So he, he's collecting them. I don't know how he's going to sell stuff that's priceless. Yes, he must have a price. But yeah. but the problem is, if he you know if he gets this lot, gets it back, then they'll keep coming and they'll be everyone will be slaughtered for their head juice. Mm. So he's got, and he asks Jack to promise him that it'll stop him. Yeah, because he. He knows somehow that Jack doesn't be, break a promise as well. Hmm. Yeah, and he does, and and so and and I think Jack promises him that he'll yeah. stop him, doesn't he? Um, <clears throat> so now it's like you know, it, it, before he wouldn't make a promise because he didn't want to break it. Now, within the space of two fucking minutes, he's making promises to everyone, and uh, you know, to and, and all and sundry. Um, but again, back to a predator nod now. So we realise that, or they think. Ooh, we've got a dead body now. We've got a dead alien. We can yeah, take that, it back. That's evidence that they'll believe us. Except the alien fucking blows up, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, with his white, <laughs> yeah. his spunky juice all over the car. Yep. Um, but Smith uh, manages to get the the alien gun. Uh, yes. just before he blows up and again this is a nice little thing because you'd think oh they'll give it to uh Dolph Lundgren because he's the hero uh, but they don't do he and he has a lot of fun with the this alien gun doesn't he yeah. it's quite funny I, I mean again because like you find out that he's got different settings on it so <laughs> yeah he's <laughs> got, got like different firepower oh well, this one's just a level one 
explosion that I need. And he tries to crank it all the way up to level four in a, in a wee bit. Yeah. Uh, but because he's small and because he's got a lot of kick, uh, it knocks him off his feet quite a yes. lot, doesn't it? You know, which, you, you know, he gets used to the recoil, I think, as it goes on. But it's quite funny seeing him do all this stuff. It gives him something to do as well, doesn't it? You know what yeah. I mean? So it could so easily have been... Uh, Dolph Lundgren just is the hero and he takes yeah. over. Uh, but at least they give um, his co-star a, a bit more to do as well, don't yeah. they? Although you, you think you think at first Smith's a fucking traitor because uh, he wants to take the gun back to Smitzer, doesn't he? Switzer. Switzer, yeah. And he does. And he even pulls a, a gun on Kane so, uh, because, uh, you know, because he still believes in in his boss, but he yep. and he pulls a gun on Kane, doesn't he? And you're thinking, yeah. you little bastard! He runs um, away like a little rat. Yeah, and within minutes of running away, he then hooks up with Switzer um, in an isolated um, fountain place. Yeah, where there's nobody around. Yeah. And I mean, Kane even warns him. He says, "You know, your your boss will tell you that you can't break an egg, and you can't break an egg." Yeah. <laughs> You can't, can't make an omelette without breaking some eggs. <laughs> I knew I'd get it. Right? You know what I meant. Uh, yeah, you can't make an omelette without breaking some eggs. And lo and behold, that's exactly what his boss says. Uh, yep. You know, and because like he says to his boss, well, you know, this alien's actually killing people. We should be doing something about that. And that's where he comes out with that line. Um, and then he kind of suggests that uh I, he says to smith i won't ask you to neutralize kane uh or something like along those lines and you know you can think it, well, his boss is going to get kane killed um you know so but then switzer the little bastard he pulls a gun out on smith doesn't he yep he so goes he to does. kill him yeah but i thought initially i must have blunk blinked Blunk. A blunk. Must have blinked. <laughs> Must have blinked or something. Because when the body hit the fountain, went in the water, I thought he'd actually shot Smith. Yeah. For a second. There. I was uh, like, ooh, fucking hell. So uh, did you, I bet you, did, you didn't remember any of this then. So was this mm-hmm. like, like nice little twist for you? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah, I didn't remember any of this, so I was, I was quite happy. But I, I thought, I thought he'd shot Smith, mm-hmm. and then obviously it had been Jack had turned up and shot Switzer. Yeah. So. You know, Smith see the error of his ways and his boss was a twat bag. Yeah. So off they go. And also, I think, you know, the, 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 the bond is starting to develop a little bit between um, uh, Smith and Kane. You know, they're starting to, you know, they're, they're kind of, you know, their, their friendship and whatever is starting to develop a little bit, which I thought was quite nice. Um, yeah, a bit, bit of trust coming there. Yeah. Between but, both of them. That's yeah. right. Oh, that's right. Because they, they, they're going to the storage place. Because when um, when the good alien dies, he goes, you must stop him. He's at the, the storage place. Yeah. No one said, what's the fucking storage place? <laughs> and it's also, a city. Yeah. And they kind of gather exactly where he means. Yeah. By it's Because he says something like, it's by the water or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just off this road. Yeah, it's that storage place by the water. Thanks mm-hmm. for that. You know, you're giving me the most vague sort of like um, location to go on, but we managed to get there still. Um, but uh, yeah, so, but Smith throws his FBI badge away now. So he's lost trust in the system. And uh, I'm not surprised because his boss tried to kill him. Um, so you, uh, you sort of then see that. Uh, so Smith's got the alien gun. They go to this 
uh, place. They think the alien's not there, but then he just turns up yep. and um, he uh, he punches uh punches them knocks them down but then uh smith's having a bit of fun with the gun like i said there's like 20 minutes to go here i think um and, and smith's like fires the gun at him which knocks him down yeah and he doesn't goes, do any damage it doesn't hurt so, him really at yeah. all it's like a Very level terminator isn't he at this point yeah it's a level one shot isn't it it just knocks yeah. him down and they shoot him again i think he knocks him up to level two which again doesn't kill him but knocks him down a little bit um and this is where you you realize that he's lost his drugs because uh, yeah, he gets yeah. he loses his shit doesn't he because yeah, during big, during... big time he hiss roars into the fucking the air he's so angry yeah he gets ah so, and, and like because through through these shots um that he, he's lost his his stuff um and so anyway there's a car chase there's a ch- there's a ch- so and again this alien who's new to earth we're assuming he knows how to drive a car oh drives a car like a pro yeah he's pretty good at it yeah just before this i should say as well the white boys show up and start shooting at kane and um (laughs) and smith and diane's there because they go to pick up diane don't they yeah because you know you want to take a a defenseless lady along take your girlfriend along to the alien death carnage parade yeah 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 and then the alien turns up and he start he fucks up um the white boys and then there's then there's the car chase then the police are chasing them and then um they uh he's having a bit of fun because he fires his his cd blade at one of the cops and he and he smiles doesn't he like when yes when they die um first emote yes um oh we haven't really spoken about his facial expressions have we no uh, it's pretty yeah he has kind of a weird angry one sort of angry uh either angry he's having a shit it's all, all teeth and a square mouth yeah big wide-eyed white wide-eyed then yeah then we see him smile yeah. but when he's running and and just walking he's just got sort of no emotion he's, he's, yeah, he's he just had anger up until this point anger and irritation but now he's got pleasure and he does do a confused face as well at the end towards the yeah. end because uh yeah so i'll get to that in a second but yeah they, they drive to this place and he's again it's a bit terminatory isn't it because it's like an yeah. old warehouse with explosive barrels everywhere yes uh, you know not it's not secure or locked up at all it's just oh, yeah they're, they're doing Predator. They're doing Terminator. They did a little um, little side street down Blues Brothers as well when they went through the shopping mall. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Um, and all, he, he blows up the car, uh, but it doesn't kill the alien because nope. like uh, Smith gets out of the car and goes, yeah. And then the alien chases after him and, and he's like running after them now. Um, and then they set up like a little trap. But then, wouldn't you know it, the fucking alien gun runs out of juice, doesn't it? Fucking batteries, eh? No good. No T- good. Typical. Um, but he jumps through a window and then they start like having a bit of a fight and a scrap. And um, then they have a bit of a face off, don't they? Yeah. And Because um, Smith's knocked out at this point. He gets knocked off a balcony or whatever. Uh, Kane starts to get the alien juice uh, the jizz, yeah, the jizz juice, and starts smashing it, smashing it on the floor, doesn't he? So this is driving the alien nuts, and uh, 
he bargains with it, doesn't he? And this yeah. is the, co- the confused face that he's got because he puts the <laughs> <laughs> he sort of <laughs> he puts the 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 stuff down next to like a spiky pipe, yeah. like the, the, the jagged pipe that's that's on the wall. Uh, uh, Geralt throws his gun away. Yeah, he throws his gun away, and this is where the confused face comes in yeah. and everything. Um, it's a bit like Predator when the Predator gets rid of his weaponry so he can fist fight with Arnie. Yeah, uh, and and then he th- they kind of have a bit of a scrap, and it's a bit extended because like he f- he smashes him over the arm with his um uh what's it called the CD thing. He tries he yes. fires the CD thing at him, but where he got this from? He gets a little tiny like car radio speaker, doesn't he? That, that yeah, where where did that come from? He catches the the speaker uh, that catches the blade, and then so that's fucked. So he can't do that anymore. And then he fires his scorpion arm at him. <laughs> this is funny. This is fucking hilarious. Because <laughs> it's quite a long sequence. It goes on for a while. Is really short. Yeah, it's like a good minute, minute and a half of uh, of Jack wrestling with this, um, yeah, arm, spear, penis. Um, clearly, obviously holding it to make it look like it's going towards his face and... This is Dolph just body acting, uh, yeah. but it's interspersed with uh, with some wonderful facial expressions yeah. from, from from Geralt, who's uh, having all kinds of fun trying to stab him with his arm cock. Oh god, he loves it, doesn't he? He's, yeah. he's loving it at this point, and and then he he does the thing where uh, it drags him along, and he's holding on to it, and he, he like he big, and again, it, even then, he's standing right next to him, and he's still trying to s- stab him with this uh, yeah. this spiky thing. Um, and um, is it this point where you learn that he actually he says something else because he goes, I win or yes. something like that, doesn't he? And um, but 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 Dolph says, fuck you, spaceman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just before he delivers the best line ever. Yes. Uh, but you know, he gets this, the spike with the, the, the injects the drugs, sticks it in the alien's neck, and it must be an automated system because yeah. uh, you, you know, as soon as he sticks it in his neck the the heroin or whatever it is gets pumped into his body and then it, uh, he, Dolph kicks him into this jagged pipe goes uh, through his chest he's impaled and, in it. Yeah, Dolph stands there and goes Bennett, let off some steam. <laughs> exactly what, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and he's there screaming for fucking ages, isn't yeah. he? Um, he picks up his gun and he utters the final word, like, I come in peace. Yeah. And go on, you do it, you do it. And, and Dolph says, says, and you go in pieces, asshole. asshole. Oh, yeah, awesome. Um, shoots him, he blows up this time. Um, and um, he's up to level four now. Yeah. And so, yeah. And then they walk off into the sunset. Yes. And it's him, Smith and Diane, <laughs> walking away from the from the blown up body, freeze frame credits done. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they all, they're all having a good laugh. You can imagine them going on holiday together after that or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah. Ooh, yeah. yeah. They, Diane had ideas of a romantic holiday, but then Smith's turned up as well. Yes, and and then they get into more escapades, and another fucking alien turns up. That could be the sequel. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Uh, yeah, Dark da- Angel Hawaii. Yes, I was, thinking, <laughs> I was just thinking Dark Angel Cruise or Dark the, 
the Bermuda Dark Angel, mm. like they go on the this cruise or something like that. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah, well, they did it with speed, didn't they? You know, that's true. Yeah. So, but anyway, um, this was kind of like almost like a first watch for you. I re- remember this film way more than you did. Um, so, w- what did you think um, compared to your childhood memories? Well, lack of, yeah. shall we say? Odd, odd one. This because I've really enjoyed talking about it but when i watched it last night when i finished i was a bit like uh, it was all right because mm. i mean yeah i mean when you when you said that um director had worked on predator i was like all oh, right that makes sense because this is it's a mashup of predator terminator and anything else you want to add from that kind of time period i didn't really necessarily like all the buddy cop stuff mm I don't know why it was some of the humor because I struggled with Jack's character at times because sometimes he was sort of serious. Sometimes he was a little bit too smarmy, but then so was Smith he was a bit too smarmy. Then he was too comic. So I didn't know how I felt about it, but I, I like the design of the alien. I like some of the, the action bits. Um, it, considering I haven't seen it for what well, best part of 30 odd years, because of the type of film it is and because of how much it borrows, it was a bit like putting on a comfortable pair of slippers because yeah. it didn't really surprise me at all. But yeah, I, I think I enjoyed it. I just wasn't, I wasn't blown away by it at the end, but like I said, that's only the first time I've watched it in that, that amount of time and going through it again. Now, I think I appreciate it probably a bit more than I did yesterday. Yeah. Um, I think for me, because I watched it, uh, oh, I should mention as well, the music in the movie uh, is by Jan Hammer. Um, yeah. So, because, you know, from Miami Vice fame and other things, I guess. And you can kind of hear that in the, the score. But um, so uh, I like that about it. But uh, yeah, I th- it's one of those I kind of, because I hadn't seen it for a long time either, but I, I still have. Uh, I had more memories. I, I certainly remember like like more of the plot points and everything else that happened. But uh, I, I remember it when I was a kid. Again, it was one of those that I'd put on quite a lot, quite regularly. And so I think I have fond memories of it for that reason. But then watching it now, and maybe I don't know if it's because it was late, because it was about half 11 last night and I didn't finish watching it till about quarter to one-ish and I was a bit tired. But it was kind of, I think I felt a little bit like you in as much as it wasn't as enjoyable as I remember it, but that's not to say I didn't like it. Um, there's certainly some things in it which I do like, and yeah. um, you know I think it's fairly well made for what it is. Um, yeah. You know, there's some some good stuff in there. There's some decent action in there. Um, I, I mean, I quite like um, Smith's character, although he can be a bit annoying. The, I don't think he, the, the buddy cop kind of stuff didn't work necessarily because. Kane's very straight, isn't he? Yeah. Um, he's sort of very, whereas, like you've mentioned, Smith's a bit all over the place. Sometimes he's a bit annoying. Sometimes he's a bit funny. Sometimes he's a bit serious. So he's, yeah, you know, you never know exactly where you stand with him. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, I, I, it, it is on YouTube as well, I should say. Um, you can watch it yeah. for free. I, that's what I did. I watched that's it as exactly a, what I did. Yeah, good. I was going to pay it because I looked around for it and then the only place I saw it was, uh, on Amazon store for five ninety nine or whatever. So I thought, but then I saw it on YouTube for free. Like, so you can watch it on there. Um, but yeah, 
didn't quite stand up to the test of time in as much as I didn't appreciate or I didn't enjoy it as much as I remember enjoying it when I was younger. But I still quite enjoyed it. Yeah. I think that there's there's certain details and things about the film that surprised me, but the film didn't surprise me because it I mean it's proper paint by numbers in, in it for, for large parts of it, but there is little details within the film that are good. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, we had some Twitter responses, uh, which was nice. So um, should we go through them? Do you want to go first or should, do you want me to start? Oh, you, you can go. So this is Dirty Tina, old spanky spangler. Uh, she goes, hashtag Dolph Lundgren is a famous blonde. Yet in this film, he has dark hair. Do you think he dyed his pubic hair to match? And then she put in brackets. I like to think he shaved it all off. And there you go. <laughs> I'm going to hazard a guess and say he didn't dye it no I don't think he would have dyed it either um, no. but there you are I bet I bet he, he looks after it he's uh, I bet he shaved I bet he, he, he is always shaven yeah I bet he manscapes then. yeah, yeah. He, he looks after his his cock and balls doesn't he <laughs> <laughs> certainly does uh, right we got Sammy Evans, who has said, not seen that movie in years. I remember when I was younger, really enjoying it, though. There you are. Um, old Frederick, um, I purposefully missed off his surname. Um, he said, classic. Seen it so many times over the years. Time for a rewatch soon. Uh, Rob's Retro Media says, best one liner ever. Mm. Um, Simon Tinsley I rewatched this a few months back it's cheesy but still a lot of fun I loved it when it first came out I think that kind of mirrors what I think of it to be fair yeah uh, and Michael Oglesby yes yes uh, it's a fantastic turn your brain off stupid ridiculous cheesy 80s action movie Bruce the scientist as funny as perfect with a beer and a takeout yeah, I think that's fair enough. Um, and then finally, I, I didn't post it here, but um, Rob's Retro Media, uh, he then posted a picture of the poster, but it had changed the bit where Dolph Lundgren is to a dolphin. So that's quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> dolphin Lundgren. There you are. Um, so that was that. Um, uh, another good one, I think. Uh, so yeah. I'm dying to know what, what's your pick for the next show? Oh, see if you can guess. Right, my next show. We, what year, what year uh, is it from? Hello. 1982. No, I ain't got fucking... Oh, not, no, not E.T. The Thing? No. Uh, directed by George A. Romero. Oh, from 1982. Uh, it wouldn't be one of the zombie films then. Um, the original uh, screenplay, Stephen King. Uh, Christine? No. Oh fuck! What is what's uh shit? Oh, uh, cat's eye. No, no. Oh god. Oh, this could go on for ages, and it's going to annoy people. They've probably All got right. it. Oh, okay, I am. It stars <laughs> Hal Holbrook, Adriana Barbeau. Oh, the fog. Ted Danson. Oh, Leslie uh, Creep Show. Creep yes. Show. There you go. Yes. Huh? We're going all anth- anthology for the next one. Ooh. 
Ooh, I like it. I like, uh, I like you because th- that'll be cool. I like those films, like uh, they call them portmanteaus, don't they? I think. Um, so it, what now? <laughs> uh, not a poor man's toe. <laughs> Sorry, <what> you said. <laughs> a, a portmanteau. Um, <laughs> um, it's um, just looking at what is, is the word portmanteau uh, it's coming up as a large suitcase um, <laughs> yes, they, they call anthology things suitcases <laughs> I'm sure it's called a portman a port a poor man oh fuck's sake I'll <laughs> I'll find out for the next show anyway. Because uh, I didn't know this either until somebody told me. I think it was Dave or Tina or one of those anyway. Um, yes. Where Ben was it? You haven't listened to what Ben was saying. No, it wouldn't be Ben. Mr. Ben Ben. Um, so anyway, that is cool. I'm looking forward to that because I haven't seen that for a long time. That's oh, where yeah. the, it's like a you see him. He, he, Stephen King actually appears in it, doesn't he? And he's like a, a hick. And the, the there's a an asteroid that's smashed into yes yeah. i can't remember the exact details but i yeah yeah sim- i can't rem- i think there's about five of a minute and i think i can remember one maybe yeah. two the the cockroaches one i vaguely remember yeah uh ted danson's i remember because that's got um old naked gun dude leslie, leslie nelson. nelson yeah yeah because yeah, he plays a bad guy in that doesn't he yeah. um Anyway, I'm not going to spoil it. I was going to say, leave some of it for the show. Sorry. Fucking hell. Um, <laughs> cool. Okay. Awesome. Well, anyway, thank you for that. And um, thank you all for listening. And uh, hopefully you enjoyed the show. Send us any comments or feedback. Uh, we're at 60 Minutes With on Twitter. Uh, I'm at Dastardly Jabby on Twitter. And um, Adam's on Twitter, although he's kind of not on Twitter, if that makes sense. But yeah, wait. I, I'm more of a creepy person who watches things. That's fair enough. So if you want to follow someone who you might enjoy just watching you from afar, saying nothing in a sinister way, then I'm at Eight Mutterings. Mm, awesome. Um, and um, where was I going with this? What was I doing? I Sorry, no I've, just re- I've just realised something. The guy mm. who plays Victor Manning, who, Sherman Howard, he's Bub from fucking Day of the Dead. Is he? Yes. That's a, who would have thunk it? That is amazing. So he goes from sort of like um, zombie um, uh, ex army dude who goes around, who, who ends up shoots. You've seen Dawn of the Day of the Day. Yeah. Who, intelligent who, zombie. Yeah. Intelligent zombie who they're trying to train to fucking a shit eating, grinning drug dealer. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. Wow. That is awesome. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, what was I saying? Um, yes, check out the website at six. Oh, no, not at www.60minuteswith.co.uk <laughs> and we'll see you next time for some creep show. Awesome. I'll see you soon. See you later. Bye. I come in peace. I come in peace. And you go in pieces, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye.